we're continuing with Parashat Sav. We completed, from what I see, we completed the sixth chapter of mm-hmm. Sefer Vaikra. Mm-hmm. So now we're on the seventh chapter. And as we mentioned, the seventh chapter is also going to be about the Korbanot from the Kohanim's perspective. The next Korban in line is the Korban Hasham. And what we know about the Korban Hasham from, from Parashat Vaikra is it's that it's a variation of the Korban Chatat. And, because, and since the Korban Chatat is eaten by the Kohanim, the Korban Hasham is also eaten by the Kohanim, and it is also considered Kodesh Kadashim, yes, which means it must be eaten within the courtyard of the Mishkan. Okay? This is the instruction of the Hasham. It is holy of holies. The same place where you slaughter the Ola, you should slaughter the Asham. We also said that about the Khatat. Mm-hmm. So, so all of these things are going to be slaughtered on the north side of the, of the Mizbeach. And then you should throw the blood. He, will, he shall throw the blood on the Mizbeach. Which Mizbeach is he throwing the blood? The Mizbeach of the... The outer Mizbeach, yes. okay? Because if it's the inner Mizbeach, then it's a Yom Kippur service. So it's the outer Mizbeach. <laughs> and all of the fats he shall bring from it. The tail and the fat that covers the innards. Mm-hmm. The two kidneys wow. and the fat that's on top of them. That are on the flanks. Flanks. And then the diaphragm that is on the liver wow. with the kidneys shall be removed. Okay, now that was just the, the typical description of fats. We saw that description multiple times in Vaikra yes. yes. for all the different chata'ot. When we were talking about the different chata'ot, we also saw all the different fats. And that's because from the Korban Asham and the Korban Chata'at, the only thing that is burnt on the altar is the, the fats. The fats, okay? The Kohen will burn them on the Mizbeach, a fire offering to Hashem, that is an Hashem. Any male amongst the Kohanim shall eat it, in a holy place they shall eat. Why? Because it is Kodesh Kadashim. Yes, That's holy. a clear pasuk yes. that really explains what this Kodesh Kadashim business is. Ultimate, the ultimate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, uh, clear statement. Uh, the it says, Kol zakhar and what do we see from that? That everybody, all the Kohanim can. All the Kohanim can partake of it. So yes. whenever it says, that the Kohen who sprinkles the blood shall eat it, what did that mean? Yes. How did Chachamim how did understand that pasuk? They understood that he, he's the one that has, has for sure to eat it, and the, then all the, the other... He, he, they said like this, they said, that the Kohen has to have been able to... To do the, to to do do the, the blood. Kudakurban. It doesn't have to be the Kohen who actually did it, he just has to have been pure... To be able to do it. To be able to do it. And the, if he the, was pure, kurban. then he can, he can it. eat yes, it. Yes, correct. He can partake in the correct. eating. Yes. The Asham and the Khatat have the same laws. The Kohen that will do the, the, the atonement... It is for him, and that is would be interpreted the same way we interpreted it before. The Kohen that would have been able to do the atonement. Here, Rashi says it again. The one who was able to have brought the atonement, he is the one who eats it. Right? Now the Kohen who brings 
the ola of a man. Now the pasuk is going to change topic because we just spoke about the fact that the kohen or the kohanim they partake in the flesh of the asham. Now we finished. We let me just make sure this is where what we're doing. Yeah, we finished the. Yeah, now that we finished the, the, the Korban Hashem, that was the last of the Korbanot that is Kodesh Kadashim. So to sum up, the, because the whole point of teaching this piece of Parshat Sav was we were going in order of the gift that was given to, the, to Aaron, right? The first one has no gift, the second one has a gift, it's Kodesh Kadashim, and the third one, which we haven't done, is a Korban Shulamim, in which the gift is Kodashim Kalim. It's a lower type of kedusha yes, that can be eaten outside. Also go to him, yeah. So, so we're going in that order, right? So, because we're going in that order, the asham is the last of what? It's of the last the, of, of the, the kodesh kodashim. Yeah, of the very holy. So once we're finishing the asham, which we just did, then we can go into now. Right now, the parasha just quickly summarizes all of the gifts that can be given to the kohanim in general. Oh, okay. So which, it are the, which are these are the gifts that you can they can eat outside? No, these are gifts that may not even be food. For example, oh, okay. Let's say a kohen brings the ola of a man. Yes. Or the hide of the korban oh, that he brings, keep. he, he can, can keep. keep. It belongs okay, to him. Okay, okay, okay. Now, why is the pastor telling us that here? Because it just finished all the korbanot that are kodesh yes. kodashim. So he's explaining so what. So it's summarizing basically all of the things that we said belong to the kohen from the different korbanot. Okay. So we, now we said the ola. Next one is the mincha. mincha asher Any mincha that was baked in an oven or that was made in a deep pan. Or that was on a on a on a on a not deep pan. La kohen amakrivo tahlotiye. He takes the azkara, right? He takes the the, the fee piece, he puts yes. it on his back, but the rest of it he can eat. Belongs to the kohen. Yes. And finally, v'chol mincha bilulav Hashem and v'chareva. Any mincha that's mixed with oil. What would be a mincha that's mixed with oil? A kohen that's not baked, because if you yes. bake it. And then you're either cooking it in the oil, yes, or you're wiping oil on it, like we said with some of the wafers. Yes. But whenever it is flour, in that case, they put the oil and they mix it, right? So yes. it would be mixed with oil. So besides for the minachot that are baked or fried, even a minachot that's bilulava shemen, which is not, uh, not baked at That's not baked yeah. at all, that's just brought as flour, yes. or vachareva, or uh, that's one that's not even brought with oil or frankincense. Oh, and what would that minachot be? You mean, you mean it's just flour? Just flour, just flour. So that what, what type of mincha would be? Uh, that's the one. This is mincha of a khatat. So minchat choteh. Minchat kena'ot she'en ba'en shemen. Wow. Right? So, so when did we speak about the mincha of a choteh? When? No, I don't remember. We did it in Pashar Vaikra, no? I think so. It was at the beginning. At the beginning. No, this was when, when, when no, the, the, this khatot, the khatot in Pashar Vaikra were at the end. And we brought one after. The first one was all of it was mostly. Was it for the? Mostly it was Ola. The second one, the second parasha was the one that was talking about the Khatat. Yeah, the second half of Aikra yes, was Khatat. Yes, yes. Okay, but basically one of the Khataot, so, so this final pasuk says this that the even the, the, the flower. The poor, is, the, poor, is the poor brings, right? It is the Khatat, maybe it's referring then to a Korban Olev Yoreh. That is the one that the poor brings. Those the that specific that, sins that are khatat that you get to choose. Which one to Like bring? denying testimony and things like that. Oh, Let's yes, see. yes, yes, yes. It was denying. What were the sins that you bring Korban Olev Yoret for? And, uh, 
see, this is so difficult. Let, let's, let's go back and review it, because I think it's important. Vaikra. Uh, Pasha Vaikra. So we have sin offerings. Sin offerings. That's Moshe the Bull. He got. Maybe the spoken oaths? No. So, on Asham. Yehu'ed or Aoi, I don't know why you're giving me no. Or impure. Doubts. Or swears. Shukhtaleh. of thanks. Mm. Perfect. We found it. It's at the beginning of Aliyat We're talking about the Korban Olev Yored. This is a type of Khatat that is for three types of sins. It is for the sin of if he... Oh, yes. Yeah, I found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were the three sins? It was uh, one. One was for denying, not being a test, not testifying. testifying yes, one was that he was. Uh, one was tameh, and he went into the mikdash. Yes, and the third. And the one, third one was when he sweared to bring a korban. He didn't bring it, or he, he refused to bring. Okay, yeah. so for those three sins, he brings korban olev yored, and if he's poor, it's a type of chatat that he brings as a mincha offering, and that mincha we said. Going back to Shuvi. This is Pasuk Yud Aleph of Perek Hei. If he can't afford two birds, he brings it one-tenth of a fine flower for a chatat. He shall not put on an oil. And he does not put frankincense on it. Because it's a chatat. Because you don't want to beautify the chatat, right? So the mincha in that case would be called chareva, completely dry. It had nothing. Okay. So they would do nothing. You would just put some of the flour on it, and then the rest of it would just Right. You just put the flour on the mizbech, and the rest of the coin would take. And that is what this last pasuk is saying. V'chol mincha b'lilav Hashem, and if it's mixed with oil, meaning regular mincha, or v'chareva, or completely dry, l'chol b'nei Aaron t'yeh ishkech. Then Aaron and the, the, his sons, they all partake in the leftover piece. Okay. Now... Aliyah Shilishi begins the introduction to uh, Korban Shalamim, and, and uh, as we said many times, this is the last Korban that's going to be discussed in relation to Aaron and his sons, because it's the Korban has the lowest level of Kedusha when it comes to eating, of partaking of the food. Now, what's interesting about the Korban Shalamim is that also the master partakes in it. The person who brings the Korban Shalamim together, also eats. Together, together so the Korban, the, some the, of it is burnt on the altar, some of it is Aaron and his sons, and some of it the master eats. But and they, because they master eats it together with the Kohanim, probably they do it all together. The master, they eat it with the Kohanim, but they don't have to eat it in the Chatser of the no, Mishra. No, 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 it should be out, they, can, they eat outside. Yeah. They do a, a feast. Uh, yeah. This is more like a feast. Right, correct, correct. Now, uh, what's going to be interesting is that now that we're talking to the Kohanim, last time when we spoke about the Shalamim, we didn't say which part the master takes, which part the Kohen takes. Yeah, instead it's because, because also the regular people that are bringing it, they're going to be partaking. So they Right, so now this time, we have to know exactly yes. which piece goes to the Kohen, which piece goes to the thing. So that's because what we're going they, to wow. be discussing. This is the law of the Shalamim that is brought to God. If it is brought for a matter of thanks, thanks he brings for on this thanksgiving offering, he brings uh, 
um, loaves of, of uh, unleavened wafers. wafers that are mixed with oil. Yeah. And, and crackers of matzot that are wiped with oil. Yeah. And then he has cooked flour. And also of, of uh, loaves that are mixed with oil. Okay, so uh, let's go a little bit more. Al chalot lechem chametz yakriv korbano. This korban is brought alongside bread that is chametz. Al zevach todat shilamav, along with the korban of his thanksgiving shilamim. Yes. Ve'ikriv menu echad mikol korban. He takes each type of of mincha. He brings with the with the, with, with the shilamim one. offering. Tirumal Adonai is an offering to God. La Kohen hazorek edam shilamim and those wafers slash breads to the Kohen who throws the blood of the shilamim, yani to all the Kohanim who could have thrown the blood of the shilamim belongs to him. Uvsar zevach todat shilamav. Now the flesh of the of the shilamim biyom korbano yachel lo yaniach menu ad boker must be eaten. On the day the that is... So, so far, we, there's a lot here that I, I, we need to unpack. Okay, well, first of all, how many different types of bread did we, did we, did we bring with... I first of all, what is this toda offering? It's thanks. Like, even when they come, uh, any kind of thanking, you know, they had some... So, uh, this toda offering is a specific type of korban shalamim that is brought when a person has something to think. Yeah. Right? Shalamim could brought for many reasons because it's a voluntary offering, Correct. which we saw in last week's parasha. Correct. It was in the category of voluntary offerings, so you could bring a shalamim whenever you want. Sure. But there's one very famous shalamim, which is what the Torah is referring to now. That was a specific kind of shalamim, and that's called the shalamim of toda. There's a korban toda. Now, this korban toda, it was actually the precursor to which modern day beracha? The gomel. The, the gomel, exactly. So I'm, I'm going to read a little bit of of Rashi. Because he goes through a little bit of, of how, it, how it connects. Which is the, lo, the laws of Gomel. <laughs> right. If it is, he brings a Thanksgiving offering. If, he, if something he is thanks for a miracle that happened to him. Like what? Like someone who traveled via water. Like how we do with planes today. Yes. Or people who travel in the desert. desert. Okay. Or someone who was locked up in jail. Yes. Or someone who was sick and got better. Right? Is there anything else that we missed? No, I think you said all of them. There is Yordayah, uh, Barot, going to jail, and the most general ones yeah, are this one. And being uh, sick and getting better. Shem yeah. that those people are required to show thanks to God. Shekatub Bahem, which Perakentilim? There is a Perakentilim that says, That they thank God uh, for his kindness and his, for his wonders that he does for man. And they shall bring thanksgiving offerings. And that's a parakin tehilim. And that parakin tehilim describes all of these different, different scenarios. So the parakin of tehilim is the source for the gomel. It's, this is the 107th chapter of tehilim. And it also is the source, it is the reason why a person would bring a korban toda. Rabbi, this was, uh, you had to do this. I mean, this was mandatory to do the, this korban toda. I don't know because it says Imalachat Ma'illa Nadar Shalamimalas. If a person desired here and look at the words of Rashi. Imalachat Ma'illa Nadar Shalamimalalu. If for one of these reasons the person promised to bring a Korban Shalamim. Promises. Okay, so made it neither. Yeah. Yeah. Shalmet Todahen, then it's considered the Shalamim of Toda. 
Shalom of thanks. Utunot lechem hamur binyan. And it has to be brought with the accompanying breads that we just described. So more or less, also today we do we do like a seuda when there is a happy, you know, when something happens, yeah. you have a seuda, so you say berachah. That's very say, similar to what a yes, shalamim is. Yes, exactly. Right. Devo- think about it like this: you devote your seuda to Hashem, yes, and you you, you use the seuda to thank Hashem, yes. That's exactly what a shalamim is. Yes, it's the same thing. Same exactly. Okay. This specific korban toda, which is the, the first form of shalamim that we're studying, they can, they can, can only eat be eaten during the day, during the day the, that the, is abroad and that night. night. Meaning by the following morning, yes. it's cut off. And why is that different from a normal shalamim? Because they, they, do, they have two days. Because a normal shalamim has two days. You could eat it the day of, the mm-hmm. night, and then the yeah. following day. Yes. And then the night, that not, by it's that night, it has to be brought, because, Probably because they brought a lot of Maybe a lot of, you know, this is a lot of stuff that they bring. Or maybe maybe because the whole point with the Korban to I'm just oh, thinking. Oh, to spend more time. Uh, well, it's to, to force you to have that seuda with people. Yes. I Meaning if I give you too many days, so you get the Kohanim will eat on the first day, and then the person will eat on the second day, and then nobody has, ends up having a seuda. So maybe if you force it all to happen on the same also day. To socialize, probably to socialize, to make everybody a, partake, partake in this uh, happy, right. it's an happy occasion at the end. Right. Okay, so, so we read one more Rashi just to explain all the different breads. He brings on alongside the korban that is the todah. He brings four types of bread. Chalot, urkikin, urvucha, or three types of matzah. So there is the chalot type, yes. there is the rikikin type, and the revucha type. The, the chalot we said was uh, like matzah kind no. of thing. Uh, rikikin we said were the wafers, I think, or the crackers, yeah. sorry. And the revucha was, was cooked or fried or something. Whatever it is, these are the three types of matzah. And they have to be brought as, they could be brought leavened. So you cook them, you could even let the dough rise for these. Before Pesach. Yeah, I guess. Okay, whatever. Wow. So he gave... You have to have a whole menu for all of this. Isn't this not a joke? Yeah. Oh. So, so besides for the three types of cook of baked breads, he also brings one that is just flour. Okay, so they have three types of breads and they have the flour. So then the korban shalamim of Torah is brought with four types of bread. And those are given as a gift to the Kohanim. Now, according to the, to the Peshat, it doesn't seem like he's bringing that much bread. It, means, it seems like he's bringing one loaf from each. So but the Chazal say he's actually bringing uh, 10 loaves from each. So he actually brings 40 total. Wow. And of the Kohen, he only has to give one of each loaf. So he ends up taking nine for himself. So nine, that means he has to partake. Right, that's that Chazal. I don't know where Chazal got that from, but that's what, the, that's what Rashi says. That's what all the Chachamim say. Okay? So we continue Be'ezor Hashem on Cholam Um... Perfect, perfect. Yes. We just did the Korban Todah and we finished that. Yes. Now the second half of this piece, Sarah Pasuk Tetvav, is it explains a regular Shilamim that is just a byproduct of a swear, neder or nedava, that a person brings it. Um, and that, that Korban has different laws than the Korban Todah. It's not brought with all these breads. It's more simple and it has a little bit more time to eat it. Amen, amen. 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 This year you're going into the Seder alone.